we're talking video games of course because what else is there to talk about because it's e3 week it was yeah. a bit late but oh well that that, that sucked anyway uh, <laughs> it sucked anyway uh although there was some stuff that i was interested in but it's pretty much a layover year until next year right yes yeah yeah i would agree uh, i i would definitely uh in that thinking so we've de i've decided um because some of, none of the the franchises that i wanted revived was not mentioned at e3 i decided i want to yell about it for about an hour so uh and the man that kind of curated this change into more pop culture media the man that c wouldn't stop complaining to me until it got done mike reed hello everyone hey sir how you doing Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, welcome. Glad to be back. Glad to have you back, of course. Are, are you leaving yet, or are you still sticking around in the long run? Now we're covering other things and bad movies. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. Next week, bad movies just to fuck you over. Not at your hook. Now I got you. Yeah. And then, and then I string you along with another uh, video game topic, and then I bring yeah. you the bad movie. Yeah. That's That's how it goes. That's how it goes. <laughs> Like, all right, Mike. Sorry to apologize. I'm going to do another video game topic, and then next week is going to be a worse, worse movie. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Oh, it's like gosh. it's like it's like me with candy in front of your face, and here's my uh, fist all ready to punch you in the head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh. mm. And since uh, we're talking video games, we figure we bring in a uh, a popular guest, a fantastic guest, an expert of sorts, Lloyd Hannison. Welcome, sir. Awesome. Thanks for having me back. This is going to be a heck of a lot of fun to talk to. I've been playing games since they were invented because I'm ancient. Uh, and there are so many games I want to have sequels. So this is like the perfect topic. And there's uh, we're, we're doing what our top 100 games. Is that what we're doing? Top 100? Uh, top 2000. Oh, top 2000. Okay, yeah, I got a little bit of work uh, to do, but get, we, should be, uh, we should be. Get your list together. I guess I'm going to have to edit some out now. You're going to have to edit. <laughs> Just write, write that shit out. Uh Actually, I want to ask you, before we get into this, uh, what was your first console, Lloyd? Atari 2600. Yeah! I got one for Christmas. Uh, I opened it Christmas. Um, we, we do Christmas Eve for our kind of family gifts. That's kind of our family uh, thing that we do, our tradition. Uh, and I opened a box or a package that had, um, oh, what did it have? It, it had uh, it Centipede, Miss um, Pac-Man, Galaxian. Our kind of and there was one other game. It was like four Atari games. And I'm like looking at them. And I'm like, what is this? It's all these video game names that I saw. And then my brother's like, oh, oh, yep. Nope, nope. That was for someone else. Don't worry. He takes oh, them, no. puts them behind the tree. And, and I'm just kind of like, I was super young. Um, I wasn't, I'm, I'm not that old. So I was still kind of young. So I was kind of confused. And then the next thing I opened was the Atari 2600, the original wood one uh and uh played many many a game on that console i loved it to death that was actually my first console too so nice. yeah it came out in 1977 but yep. i was born in 85 so my my parents <laughs> my my it must have been my parents and then they gave it to me and then after that it was the master system where you got uh, we're, we're same we're the exact same I, I got i asked for an nes my dad worked at sears they sold Master System at Sears. I got a Master System. With, so. Ale with Alex a kid inside the console? No, mine Mine was the early one that only had the snail game inside of it. And oh. it came with, um, um, what is it? Hang on and Safari Hunts. Um, oh. It was the pack-in yeah. for it. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I loved um, Alex a kid so much. 
Never beat it, but I loved it. They just rebooted it. Did they? Yeah, huh. a new one just came out. I think it was last week or the week before. So they got rid of the the ridiculously garbage uh, rock paper scissors boss fights and their actual oh, boss fights now. But the rest of the game is the pretty much the exact same with updated visuals. So you can grab it on Switch, PC, and I think it might be on the other consoles as well. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Oh, so I got to take that off the list then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, what was your first game console? My first one was. Um... Actually, a Mag Sega, a Sega, Ma uh, Master System or Master the System. Yeah, yeah. Welcome nice. to the welcome to the team. Yeah. Favorite Sega Master System game, quick for everybody. I'll probably say Alex the Kid. Alex kid. I would say Alex the Kid. Outrun. 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 That's a good one. That's a good I have one. two. I have two. I'm cheating. Uh, one was a game I could never buy, so that's the reason why it's not my number one because I could only borrow it from my friends for very short periods like three days a year and i kept wanting that damn game that was a game called action fighter which was a combination driving game where you shoot things you get car parts the car parts turn you into a plane you take off in the air and then it becomes a shooter such a fun game uh but my true favorite because it's the game i owned was um a wonder boy in monster land uh which was yeah. such a fantastic game based on the arcade that they had at wheelies uh that i played at wheelies all the time and i was like i could play this game at home this is amazing oh. so i have to go roller skating to play this damn game um so yeah wonder boy in monster land was my favorite sega sega master system game yeah mm. so here's a question Lloyd. what are you playing right now Playing, playing a bunch across all my different platforms uh, on my Xbox. I'm playing uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon because that was just uh, dropped on Game Pass during um, Microsoft's E3 presentation. That game is absolutely uh, hilarious, uh, and I am a huge fan of that. I haven't played any of the Yakuza games at all, other oh, really? than Judgment. Other than Judgment, oh. so so this this is uh, this is probably a bad place to start because it's kind of a spin-off with characters that are in the other games uh but i thought you know what this one looks like it'll be a fun one to jump into it might be a good place to start though because it's pretty much taken away from the universe and it's yeah kind of become its own thing because from one to six that's one character's story right so yeah and if you do want to start the best place will probably be the uh kawami games which are really good Okay, I'll have to look into those ones. Uh, and then the, I guess the other big game I'm playing is um, a Game Builder Garage on Nintendo Switch. Uh, checking that out and uh, trying to make my own horrible video games because we need the world needs more terrible video games. Oh, definitely. <laughs> How about you, Mike? What, what are you uh, wasting time with? I am playing Mass Effect Legendary. Yep. Uh, are you uh, on the first one or the sec second I'm one? I'm on right the first now? one still. Oh, 100% uh, in it? Uh, I'm re I had to, this is the third time I had to restart it because I want to unlock things and decrypt things. So okay. I want to be able to do everything. So I'm going to try and hundred percent it, but I'm not spending enough time on it. So I'm playing a lot of, unfortunately, wow, classic. Oh, cool. so uh, <laughs> I am full back into that mm. tank and in, uh, Outlands. Okay. So. Okay. So for me, I have been doing a full playthrough of Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Main title only, though. I'm what? not playing any of those side games. Get them out of my face. So uh, you're taking your gameplay down from 1,000 hours to only about 300 hours. So about that, yeah. Right? So that's good. Yeah. That's good. So ridiculous. Just, <laughs> but 
I, I got I got the whole uh, game collection, and it cost me. It, it's usually about 150 bucks, and I got it for 30. So it's like That's a steal, steal. And then I've also, because I grabbed their PS5, I've been playing a lot of Returnal, which has had me pulling my goddamn hair out. <laughs> it's a roguelike game where when you die, if you don't have any permanent upgrades, that's your lot. And you just got to keep going through the game. It's frustrating. It's hard, but I love it. I love those kind of games. No. Uh, and then finally, I actually just start picked up uh, Dead by Daylight again because there was some new oh. DLC with the nemesis from Resident Evil, yeah. Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield. Nice. I'm not good, but I, <laughs> I killed two people in my last game, so I'm very happy about that. So today's episode is going to be a discussion on video game franchises that we know and love that I've not had much love in the past few years by their developers. And so me, Lloyd, and Mike, I've each picked a different uh, game franchise, that uh, five of them, and then we're just going to talk. Also, we may have some overlap, so we have some backups just in case. So since you're the guest, Lloyd, let's start off with you. Okay, well, the first franchise I would love to see a comeback of um, isn't the franchise that I'd love to see a comeback of, but that franchise, I don't think you can make any more games of that franchise. So it's kind of a spinoff, and that is uh, Command & Conquer. Um, huge, huge fan of old school RTS games. Uh, the game that I really wanted to say was Dune. Um, so we got a Dune 2, the Battle for Arrakis here in North America. And it was really one of the first real-time simulation games that came out for computers. There was others, but this one, like if you play Dune 2 or the, the remake uh, Dune 2000s, you can actually play it on Windows. Um, it's really the first RTS where you had kind of like your base building. Uh, you had a you had a part that would make men. You had another part that would make um, heavy machinery. You had a way to collect resources. Um, and then they took what they did. Um, I guess Westwood took what they did with uh, Dune and said, you know what, we're done. We're done with sand. Let's move into something else. And they came out with the Command and Conquer series, yeah, uh, which has just been absolutely fantastic. Um, I played the remake again that, that came out uh, last year. And it, it was great, but I want to see more. I want more Command & Conquer. I want more real-time strategy games that aren't like, uh, let's take stuff that we do with, in a MOBA and put it into an RTS and like simplify it so it's really just rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Um, and I don't want something as crazy as, as StarCraft where you have to be able to hit a thousand keys per second to actually compete. Uh, I just want something in the middle. And I think Command & Conquer was really the best game for that with, Command and Conquer and then Red Alerts, um, they were both pretty much perfect games for me. They were such great games back in the day. I also liked how cheesy they kind of became oh. with like their FMVs. Yeah, we so had, good. We, we had like Ric Flair and people like that just yeah. going full ham. I, I the, love that kind of stuff just because it adds to it. Yeah. The best part of the remake was the, the the remastering of the old original video files that they had for that stuff. So it's not, it doesn't look like it's HD. It doesn't look like it's 4K and filmed yesterday, but it's like, it still has the cheese and it's actually something that isn't like 240 pixels stretched to a 4K screen. So uh, they did a really good job with that. Because they had to like compress it to shit just to actually yeah. get it to work. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. And uh, it's a travesty that it became a mobile game. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I forgot that they did that. I was looking on Wikipedia yeah. and I was like, did they come up with anything? I remember something. And I'm like, Command and Conquer Rivals. What is that? 
and then I saw free to play mobile and I, I poured bleach in my eyes and I tried to forget that, <laughs> yeah. uh, that paragraph I, I, I read. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what it was. No so, Ma- so Mike, not going an hour yet, yeah. but uh, what game would you like uh, to be, make a return? Well, I, I have a couple of five. I don't know if I have five, but number one, obviously, is Splinter Cell. We are going an hour, dude. Oh, I know. <laughs> I won't go an hour. Yeah. But I feel like uh, a new Splinter Cell, even if they remastered it or even if they redid it, I would love to see a new Splinter Cell. I would like to see. I don't like. I see how they're already putting Splinter, uh, Sam Fisher in other games, but I would like a even this a new Splinter Cell or even split it off or something because they're, they're even going that route with the last game. So I don't see why. The, I feel like they're really trying not to make a game because they even announced the anime coming for Netflix. Yeah. For Splinter Cell. So they know there's a market for it. People want it. They put it in, in, in uh, Rainbow Six. So why maybe, not just... Maybe that's testing the waters to see if uh, there's still interest. Like they show an animated series, and if that's like a huge wonder hit, they may be yeah. having like a, they might even have a small skeleton crew working on it right now. In yeah. the evidence that it actually ends up becoming a successful franchise again. But then again, Ubisoft has so many things that they don't really need it. Yeah, that's one of those like especially oh. especially since they're not doing one uh, franchise game a year now, right? And now that they have new fan, they have Avatar coming out. Now they yeah. have a Star Wars coming out. It's like, do we really need a, another, another? Do we need another thing coming out? If they open I up, think, one, I think we're good. <laughs> but when there's a chance to make money, Ubisoft is going to share. You know, what I mean, <laughs> the other way to ask that question is: we're already getting nine Tom Clancy games every year. Why can't we just have ten? Like, what's the difference? Well. <laughs> Why not ten? Yes, I I totally agree. I love Tom Clancy. Don't get me wrong, but I just can't touch um, Siege. I can't do it. Yeah. Extraction, the new coming out one, it piqued my interest, but I'm like... It's PVE. It's PVE, which is going to make it that much more palatable for me because me and and online stuff like Siege, it's bad news for for me and my team. Uh, Guaranteed (laughs) meltdown in the middle of the game. That's 100% me. I'm like, oh, I don't have to play with other, or if I do play with other players, I have to work with them. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. I have me there, wreck everything with a shotgun. You know how Yeah, it is. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time it's like, be like, don't shotgun. Too late, already did it. So, Too late, <laughs> <done>. <laughs> yeah. so I'm actually going to go off the uh, piggyback off of Lloyd in a strategy game, uh, the Dungeon Keeper series. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite franchises. Uh, I have both games still. I actually grabbed them off GOG. Just such a fun game f- franchise that was bastardized by mobile. Yeah. It's just, oh, I'd, replaying those games, there's so much that you could do and carry on. I know they technically had a spin-off with Overlord, but it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, have you ever played that game, Mike? No, actually. Oh, it's so fun. Basically, you play the bad guy and you have to build your dungeon create your you know have all the monsters working for you and then heroes will invade your dungeon and you've got to kill them didn't a game just come out basically that is probably but this is like um yeah 
there's a game that just came out called Legend of Keepers, which I'm playing, which isn't like that at all. Um, that was like kind of a they were trying to do it, but it was roguelike and it wasn't wasn't a what wasn't a well balanced roguelike, but Dungeon Keeper was pretty darn special back in the day. That game yeah. was fantastic. It, it was kind out. of for me, it was kind of like the almost the first um uh, tower defense game almost because you're making these rooms and you have to make them you have to power them up because you're trying to to whittle down all of the bad guys or the good guys in this yeah. in this case as they make your way through dungeon yeah. what a great game and like you can like possess your monsters and stuff yep. like that and you can slap them around and you you're actually the bad guy there's no like messing around that the hero is a joke anyway you're actually the bad guy <laughs> and, it, and it's such a it's such a great franchise and it, it's a shame that uh, team bullfrog died who did like theme hospital and theme park and stuff like that they moved on to do the same to move on to a different company and they are doing two-point hospital and oh. uh, the two-point campus coming out <laughs> okay i might check that they, out. yeah they moved on it's on the xbox game pass on pc oh uh, there you go uh, yeah. if, if i end up getting a uh Oh yeah, are they sponsoring you yet, or you still just yeah, sure. <laughs> the yeah. amount the amount every single time video games are mentioned, Mike is like Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's on Xbox. I, I, I tell him, hey man, check this game out. Xbox Game Pass already playing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm already on it. Yeah, <laughs> already on it. So, oh, yeah. so Lloyd, what is your second game? My second one would be a game that only got one release. Um, it, it's This is pretty much a, a given when you have a list of games that deserve a sequel or, or sequels that people want. And that is Eternal Darkness for the GameCube. Um, this was a horror game where um, there was sanity effects in the game. So as you're playing through it, I remember playing through it the first time. And um, you're doing something with controls. Your controller kind of screws up for a second. And the next thing you know, you're in the GameCube system menu. And it's going to your save gate. It's going to your save card because back in the day you had to put an actual card in your system to save. And it goes to the save card, and then it starts deleting all your save games from the save card. And I'm oh. like, "What the hell is happening?" And, but that was part of the game. That was part of the sanity effects, and it would do oh. things like your controls would get reversed and things like that. What an amazing! Um, it, I guess oh. it was it was almost like a survival horror, but not really. Um, the game took place all over time, so you're going from like the the start of our time so like one one ad to uh the the near future and things like that it was such a great game uh this was a dennis dyack game so uh you know there was some big stories behind it and uh there's some fun stuff to read about the development of eternal darkness the starting of a sequel and then the cancellation of it and then him trying to bring it back like 18 times uh, over the years um sadly it didn't happen there's a really good uh, video by uh, Matt McMuscles where he basically cro- chronologues the entire, you know, Eternal Darkness timeline and the, the canceled sequels, and it's a complete mess. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. and it's such a shame because I've never played Eternal Darkness, but I've always been... I'm, I was never a GameCube guy, but right. I've always been interested based on Eternal Darkness just from what people are telling me. Yeah, it's it was fantastic. And Nintendo keeps renewing the trademark, so it gets me so excited they're going to remaster it or re-release oh. it, and it never comes. It what never bu- comes. What a bunch of dicks. <laughs> and I don't want to hook up my GameCube. I don't want to hook up my Wii, I guess. That would be the only way I could play this uh, yeah. with my original. And I just don't want to do that anymore. I want to I want to redone one for this age, but uh, probably we're not like, going to happen. With like fresh graphics and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I totally, I totally agree. Uh, uh, Mike, what is your second game? I'm going to go with, I know I've heard rumors about it, but 
I'm going to go with Metal Gear Solid. Yes. Um, I would like a rematch or a remake. Yeah. Or even a new one. Mm. I, I don't. Would you, though, with uh, without uh, Kojima behind it? Because he's kind of like the main mastermind behind Metal Gear Solid. And with him not being involved anymore, do you like, do you want another Metal Gear Survive? Right. You know, like how <laughs> how poorly that game was received, and I I see it available for two dollars. I'm like, that's way too much. I feel like if you're gonna do it, they're gonna have to get all the ducks in a row, and they're not gonna rush that. Like, you can't just put it, that it, out and be like, all right, we're done. I feel like if you you have if without could you have to make sure that you have everything set. Because you know people are going to look for a reason to hate it. Mm. Okay. Um, the only way it would actually work, and is, is especially with the Metal Gear Solid aesthetic, is if they got like an actual Hollywood writer and director involved. Well, they are doing a movie. True. So, but I'm saying like someone actually involved in the game making process. Because you really need someone with a vision to do a Metal Gear Solid. Because anything else... Just sucks. And I don't even know, even if you were to even say remaster number one, you couldn't just sell that for retail. No. You'd have to like, do one, two, and three. You'd right. Have- you would have to just to justify that. Yeah. And then add stuff to it. Yeah. Like maybe would- maybe like save over files and stuff like that. Yeah. You did get the tease at Summer Game Fest uh, where uh, Kojima came on uh, Jeff oh. Keighley's thing, and then they're they're in Death Stranding, and he's taking out a box and dumping out the oranges and getting in the box. I'm like, oh my god, is Konami doing the smart thing and actually subcontracting this game development back to Kojima? No, and then and then nothing else happened, and it's like, ah, when damn, I watched that you, you trailer, got me. What I a swerve! Got up and punched the wall. <laughs> 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 like. I'm like, is this what's going on? I'm like, don't you taint my Metal Gear with this trash. And then Mike Mike told me about this. I went, why? When they said that there was a director's cut, I went, why? Why? Did he have enough creative freedom already? (laughs) Right? (laughs) A director's cut is something where a director didn't get as many options to clearly show his vision. This game was 100% his vision. Right, <laughs> the the bells and whistles, the goddamn baby. They're like this was your complete baby. So what? What did they cut out? What yeah. did they cut out? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> what did you, you cut out? You did this whole thing, <laughs> sir. Oh. I need you to remove this part. That's um, a game I was actually super excited for. I played it. I quit it. I deleted it off my system. From wow. the minute it got announced, I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. I just couldn't get behind it. And I was like, I'm not, I'm interested, but I need to see gameplay and I need to see someone else playing this and I need to see video because I don't know what this is. Like, this is not my Metal Gear. And here's the thing I was enjoying it, like the way it looks, the way you move around, everything like that, the transportation. As soon as that goddamn baby got involved, <laughs> I wanted to throw the baby out the window. Oh, it actually yeah. sped up my decision not to have kids anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like you know i i walked into into my into my bedroom said to the wife we're not having kids and, that, and that was because of death stranding <laughs> thanks because, kojima 
Yeah, cheers, Kojima. There'll be no, there'll be no more beavers populating the the earth. I heard I heard mixed. Re- I heard either people loved it, yeah. and enjoyed it, or they hated it. Yeah, like I didn't hear yeah. any like, oh, it was okay. Yeah, other exactly. people were like, game of the year, or people were like, where's my money? Yeah, yeah. where's my? Give me my money back, Kojima. You yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, for me, we're gonna continue with Konami. We're gonna continue with Kojima. Uh, I want more Silent Hill games. Yes. I I I missed out on playing PT, but from mm. what I could see, uh Capcom took that and revived their franchise, I feel. Well it is like thanks. And now look at how successful Resident Evil is. Silent Hill, Silent Hills, it was gonna be Kojima. Guillermo del Toro and one of my favorite manga artists, uh, Junji Ito, who creates some messed up monsters. And I'm so sad that, and uh, even then I was kind of, especially after learning about Death Stranding, I'm, I'm kind of like, eh. I, I just want a Team Silent uh, Silent Hill game. Apparently that's supposed to be leashed out. Apparently that's being worked on. Okay. That's the rumor. Same yeah. with Metal Gear. So... Yeah. But basically, Konami needs to do that. They can't keep selling pachinko games. Or they can go into mobile like everybody else. Oh, can you imagine them trying to do an AR Silent Hill game? Actually, that would be... I'm, I'm going to stop talking. I'm just going to send it to Konami. <laughs> probably already working on it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> what, one of the viewers is just like, oh, shit, they're on to us. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go. Oh, but yeah, it's just... I love the first three games. The other games, as it went on, were uh, okay. But uh, yeah, oh, uh, big shout out to uh, Rob for sending his 200 stars. Big Thank shout you. out. Thank you, sir. Uh, but yeah, it's a Silent Hill, just such a shame. And like the other games, especially the Western ones, were not good at all. Right. Uh, it was just, it was, they were okay but there wasn't on par with those first three games. And even the fourth game, which is very underrated in my opinion, it had a really clever idea behind it. It's just, it followed free, which is one of the best games of all time. So uh, Lloyd, uh, what is your third game? All right. My third game, I'd love to see another burnout game. Um, oh. w- one of my favorite just you have your, your stress and you need to just let out dumb energy uh, by playing a dumb video game. This is the perfect dumb video game for it. Burnout Paradise. I played that game so, so damn much. And we've got nothing like Burnout Paradise came out in 2008 and we really got nothing. You had Burnout Crash, which um, was I, I mean, it was it was on mobile as well. So that kind of tells you all you need to know about that yeah. game. But um, there was a remaster of Paradise. But that's that's about it. I, I want more games like that where it, like, sure, the driving around in a cool car is awesome, but more just the destruction that you do by playing billiards with cars essentially was uh just my reason for loving this in fact uh when i was getting married uh and all all the uh all my best men best men and groomsmen were back at my house and we're hanging out we played burnout three because that's all anybody could agree on we're like let's play some games and no one wanted to play like football or hockey or anything so just uh, crash cars so we played (laughs) some burnout three for like four hours and yeah i have some so many fond memories of playing that franchise and we've been left without for 
almost 20 years oh, or I guess almost 15 years. Yeah. The last one was 2011 and then uh, the re- remaster came out last year. Yep. Uh, such a shame. Uh, how about you, Mike? What do you think to Burnout? Never played them. No? Oh, they are, they are a lot of fun. They focus more on the crashing aspect mm. rather than the racing. I think that's racing. probably why. Oh. Because I was never, I, and I'm not a car game, I'm not a car guy. Same. And so anytime I do play a car game, it's usually Need for Speed. And it has- it's usually one and done. And I'm like, all right, I'm done. For me, uh, playing racing games is just like musicals. There's got to be a gimmick to it. Yeah. So like a crashing gimmick or there's like cutesy characters like Mario Kart or Diddy Kong Racing. Uh anything else, you can get the fuck out of here. You know, no. no. I don't know why, but Need for Speed is my jam. Ugh. Those are oh. good games for, for what they are, right? And and I have the same sort of feeling for burnout where it, it's not a racing game. You're in a car and you're racing, but it's not a racing game. And that's what makes it so much fun. Like sending a car, squeezing a car out so that it careens into a building takes out people that are eating their dinners flips <sighs> over destroys a bunch of other cars and then then you get like this million dollar bill wraps up on your or, or racks up on your screen as all the damage is being counted you get like the five stars and there yeah it's yeah. just so so much damn fun and paradise they made an open world before anybody else was doing open worlds oh with, wow with uh, you you'd basically pull up to an intersection you'd say i want to race and anybody that is kind of playing at that time or your friends list would say hey lloyd wants to have a race and they could see you on the map come join you and instantly you're racing with someone even though you weren't really in a game with them they did some just some amazing things and we've gotten nothing forever because i i don't count crash as a burnout game so we'll just forget about that one exactly uh so mike what is your third game the coden so coden oh Mm. Oh, thank you, Konami, you sons of bitches. Right? Oh, uh, so Coden for me is my <laughs> first ever RPG. Yep. Uh, yeah. Loved it so much. Didn't get a chance so much at the second one because it never came. Like, it was super rare. And I didn't play again. It was. Yeah. And then the fourth, well, it was like, what, 200 bucks to get the CD? Yeah, I believe I, that's what it went back then. I'm sure there's more now. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, uh, this the same team have actually spun off and are creating their own game. Uh, Eden that won E3 for me. That yeah. when I saw that, I was like, All right, well, yeah, I'm getting an Xbox now. That's actually what the first ever video game I backed. Yeah, as soon as I learned that the same team are behind it and it's called 100 Heroes, I'm like, In, yeah, I just dropped it, I dropped money straight away. I, was I just looked at the wife, I was like. We're getting an Xbox. She's like, oh, yeah, right. Oh yeah, because it's on Game Pass. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, it's gonna be so good when <laughs> yeah, it comes yeah. out. I am so, I am so excited to play that game. Just, for, and it's such a shame that Sakoda, even a remaster, like the first three games, just ported onto like the PS5 and Xbox. Right? You know. Right. Or, or Steam. I've always wondered that. Why did it never port it even to the PS4? Yeah, or like remastered it, or just at, at most it was PS3. Yeah, they, they re-released it. Like even just release it as is. Right. Like I, I, I recently I'll did a bunch. Of, I did a bit a bunch of streams playing it, and yeah. I loved the shit out of it. You know, I would it, take it as is. Yeah. yeah. Even when you get into the second one, which improves the original game a hundredfold, like just in design, in in pacing, in story, it just. 
becomes amazing. I never pay, played free, which is your first game, right? That's mine. Yeah, that's yeah. the one that sold me on gaming, basically. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Sakodan, I got as a precursor to Final Fantasy VII. I couldn't wait for Final Fantasy VII uh, too long. I got impatient, you know, <laughs> as as you do, and I grabbed Sakodan because I'm like, oh, maybe this this will be cool. I destroyed. It was one of the first like RPGs yeah. I ever I bought and completed. Yeah. Yeah, so, I picked it up. I I could play on a weekend because I just love medieval, and I saw the box art, and I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. And man, that thing just hooked me, and I like just destroyed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Roger says we want Wizard and Warriors Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> Ninja Gaiden is probably the first game that made me rage quit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why we, like i think of ninja gated and i just have bad memories i'm like Ugh. yeah uh well the nintendo one or like the xbox games the xbox one. Oh, yeah yeah i remember just, i got an it, xbox and that was a game that i got as a gift with it and like i remember at one point i was like i'm gonna throw this as a frisbee <laughs> <laughs> like, like this is the worst gift ever so you're not buying the remaster then which is coming out soon. Yeah, all three games. No. No? <laughs> no. no. He's yeah. about to get married. He doesn't want to divorce right? so quickly. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> or, do, or, or his wife to have like a frisbee dent in her head because he threw it out and she got in the way. <laughs> why, why are you so angry? No, Ninja, guy, <laughs> I'm done with this. I'm how, out. How about, how about you, Lloyd? Have you ever played uh, Sakodan? Yeah, I've played um, I played the first one for sure on yeah. PlayStation, and I believe I played the third one on PS2, mm. and I think I still have that one. I think I still have a box copy of that one, but I don't think I've ever beat any of these ones. For for some reason, I I just I don't. It didn't click with me. A, a friend of mine is the biggest fan uh, of uh, of of Suikoden, er, and he loves it, and he talks about it all the time, and he's like, "That's the one franchise I want back," and I'm like, "Yeah." Eh. It was okay. It was yeah. okay. And then Final Fantasy VII was my jam. I played that so much mm. when it came out. See, yeah, that's how I feel about Final Fantasy. Where I just like, I just couldn't get into it. Where like, I know I should love this and I should enjoy it, but I I feel with Final Fantasy, my interest is starting to wane. Uh, after the twelfth, uh, the twelfth game, thirteen was shit. Uh, Fourteen, I didn't play, and I tried to play, and I just couldn't because I'm not into uh, multi. Mobile, you know, multiple online games, whatever. Right. And then 15, I couldn't finish either. So, yeah. a couple of things. For online, it's just taken over World Warcraft for most yeah. played online games. Yeah. And I started off as a failure, and then someone just came in, ripped it up, and decided. I was rewatching re- a video. Apparently, they made a devs play World of Warcraft and basically <laughs> every other game, and were like, emulate this make this better and like oh all right it's like here's money (laughs) do it just just like jabbing just like do this (laughs) but i almost almost want to try it to be honest i think you got like a 30-day free trial on most systems yeah i'm so hooked on yeah 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 you, you can't you have to like actually pack away world of warcraft to get into this Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So there's only room for one MMO in in anyone's life. Pretty much. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mine was um the superhero game. Oh yeah. Uh, World of Heroes? No. 
Wait, oh. you know. Oh, not the not the DC one. The the no, other one. Yeah, oh, was, I remember that one. Oh, City of Heroes. City Heroes. City there you Hero. go. What is that? that like their so original good. one? Yeah. Uh, there was City of Heroes, and then they had the villain expansion yep. where they can turn yourself into a villain. I love that game so much. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, for me now, I'm going to break this up just because uh, two of them are pretty much from the same company and are the same video game type. So I'm going to start with uh, Star Gladiator. You ever heard of that? Hmm. It's no. a PlayStation fighting game by Capcom. And what it originally intended to be was a Star Wars game made by Capcom. And then what happened was Capcom told him, well, LucasArts told him, no. Yeah. And <laughs> like, well, we're halfway done. Fuck you. We're going to do our own shit. And like, if you see some of the designs, you're like, okay, all right. Uh, even so that the main character actually appeared in Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Uh, the guy with the, the lightsaber. If you ever yeah, played. yeah, that that's that's the Luke Skywalker. Uh. Yeah. And then they got like their own Darth Vader. They got pretty much uh Chewbacca with horns. <laughs> but it's a really good game. There was two games in the series. There was uh the original Star Gladiator, and then it became Plasma Sword on the Dreamcast. Huh. And it's such a, it, it's such a good like it's a first foray into 3D games, and it's really, really good. Interesting designs, a lot of fun. I played that on the PlayStation, and I've only just started playing the Dreamcast version recently. Nice. I had a Dreamcast for a weekend and I just couldn't yeah. felt be sold on it. Yeah, I ended up giving mine up. Because I, I was told for the longest time, Shenmue is amazing. And then I played it and went, oh, what is this yeah. trash? That and Jet oh. Radio. I was like, I was oh. told that those two were like, oh, if you're going to get a Dreamcast. Or, but Crazy Taxi had me interested. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this isn't enough to make me buy a console. I enjoyed Jet Set Radio. I didn't. Uh, Jet Set Radio was fun. For the soundtrack yeah. and like the, uh, the graffiti yeah. aspect and stuff like that. But I could see like it's not a console seller. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not a console. It's not seller. enough to be like, oh, I gotta get me this. Yeah, like oh, day one for uh, Jet Set Radio. No. Can I be honest? Yeah. I'm the same way about Xbox X and PS5 right now. There's yeah. no games that are making me like, oh, I gotta get a PS5 mm. or I gotta get an Xbox. Yeah. I I only grabbed it just because I wanted like the upgraded um, games and stuff like that. Yeah. And also to flex on people. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for the clout. Just wait, yeah. just wait until you come over. I'm basically yeah. going to hover the controller over your head and then you go, hey, can I have a go? No, no. That's okay. I'm just going to take it and throw it out the window. <laughs> you, you'll be following it, you son of a bitch. Worth it. <laughs> go get it. I know how to tuck and roll. I'm fine. That, that's why I got the, uh, the insurance on it. Mic proof. <laughs> not when i'm done with it oh you son of a bitch <laughs> all right uh lloyd what is your fourth game before my fourth game my fourth game that i would love to see uh another 
sequel is the F-Zero franchise. Mm. And this is another driving game. And I'm not a driving game guy. I hate, <laughs> I, I hate cars. I drive because I have to, not because I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but F-Zero just had such a, a great place in my life, um, playing the original one on Super Nintendo, playing the GameCube one. Uh, I, I just want more F-Zero that is true to F-Zero, not Mario Kart with spaceships. Like, I, I want yeah. I want a game that is tough and you're going to fall off the rotating tube and blow up um but if you're really good you're really good and nintendo has unfortunately kind of left this franchise to die with um the the last people that made an f-zero game was i i think bandai namco uh namco bandai or bandai namco whatever they were at the time uh i think because i think it was back in like the mid 2000s or whatever when they they made an arcade racing one um so yeah f-zero would be great if nintendo would bring it back yeah, you, you're pretty much on board with me, right? In that you only like racing games when they have like a certain gimmick to it. It's not yep. just cars, right? Yep. Yeah, like yeah. Wipeout. I loved Wipeout, but it it I loved it for the soundtrack. No, <laughs> I, if I was if I was gonna play floating ships going around a track really fast, I'd rather play F Zero. Yeah. Well, compared to Wipeout. Yep. Yeah, I never got into Wipeout either. It, it was impressive. It was impressive for the demo disc, but I yep. wouldn't buy the full yes. game. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, Mike, what is your fourth game? Freddy Farkas. What? Freddy Farkas. I know. So, the first PC game I got for Christmas, and basically you play a pharmacist technician. Oh, the Frontier Pharmacist. That's the one. I was like, (laughs) I know this game. I know the name. Uh, I said to Google it. (laughs) Okay, I've never heard of this. So, you basically play a pharmacist, and the game comes with a textbook where you actually make uh, prescriptions to things for people. And there's a whole story, but to get to the story, through the story, you have to make different prescriptions for different people. So you actually have to read the manual <laughs> and like, you have to go through the textbook and everything. It's pretty cool. It's a thinking game. Okay. So not for me then. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was, it was like a choose your own adventure PC game. Okay. Point oh, like, yeah. Point yeah. and click adventure and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. It was it was done by Al Lowe um, of Leisure Suit Larry. This was his yeah. non oh. non adult rated uh, game that he yeah. made for Sierra. For I, Sierra, I, yeah. I know of uh, Leisure Suit uh, Larry. Yeah, I, I know of that. Oh, and you could totally tell that it's made by the same person. You could tell that it's like, oh, this is just a PG version <laughs> yeah. of Leisure Suit. Larry. Yeah. You just can't do full nudity, but you can go. You're gonna go as close as you can. <laughs> you're gonna push that envelope. <laughs> it's like, yeah. God I damn. remember my parents got it and they didn't realize that. And they watched me playing, and they're like, "What is this?" <laughs> no, 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 no. Threw it out. Shut <laughs> yeah. it down. Give me that disc. <laughs> Don't you get any ideas, you son of a bitch? Yeah. Shut it down. Shut it down, Mike. Not in this house. <laughs> so my so my fourth franchise is a Nintendo franchise, which kind of became Microsoft. Uh, the Banji Kazooie franchise. Mm. I absolutely adored the first one. Never played the second one. And my heart broken by the third one. <laughs> oh, what they did, what did they massacred my boy? They massacred my boy. What, what, and it's coming from Rare too. Fucking Rare, <laughs> who pretty much was most of my childhood with Golden Eye, right? 
you know, Banjo Kazooie. I completed Banjo Kazooie a hundred percent. Like one of the first ones I completed a hundred percent. Such a shame what they did, and I'm kind of glad that they're in Smash Brothers. Right. At, at the very least, but I cannot see them ever doing anything with Banjo Kazooie again. Like the the team pretty much left and ended up doing ukulele. How about you, Mike? I've never you... played it. No? No. Oh, you, you might I was get... never into platformers. Mm. So, like, I skipped Mario. Like, even Mario. I was never into Mario. Uh, the first platformer that really got me, I would I'd probably say, was Zelda. Oh, yeah? That's like, not really like, a, a platformer, though. It has no, platform elements. I mean, it's yeah. more of a dungeon hack and slasher. But I was never into even, like, Crash Bandicoot. Oh, I couldn't do mm. nothing. Yeah, I was like big into Sonic and Banjo Kazooie yeah. and, and Mario and stuff like that. Donkey Kong, I would entertain, mm. but yeah, yeah. How about you, Lloyd? What uh, with Banjo Kazooie? Yeah, I, I love the like you. I love the first one, uh, Banjo Tooie, eh. and then Nuts and Bolts on the 360 was just a pass for me. Not not a game I wanted to even play. Um, Get it away from me. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of sucks how good Rare was on the N64 and kind of how, I don't want to say trash because that's mean, uh, but how trash their games have been uh, mm. other other than, say, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves did really, really well, mainly the Rare team working on it. It's not even like the same team anymore. It's pretty no. much, uh, it's like when you replace the head of a mop and then you replace the stick of the mop. Is it still the same mop? No. That's right. Yep. So that's pretty much what Rare is nowadays. And a lot, of, like I said, a lot of the team ended up doing ukulele, which kind of didn't do as well. Yeah. yeah. So, I feel this resentment towards Bioware. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much, I, I do honestly hate when teams are bought out by bigger companies because they're never, ever the same. No. True. Like the whole thing with Bethesda, like I'm happy that Xbox has, has it, but I don't feel that they're going to recreate the same magic again. They're going to be way they're not independent anymore and they're going to be held to a uh they're going to be held on a pedestal by microsoft more than anything so it's, it might skew their creativity in my opinion i think yes and no i think we're going to find out with Deathloop because Deathloop is a ps5 a sony exclusive mm. but i don't think that because also elder scrolls every elder scroll except for online was technically an exclusive to xbox Mm. So I don't think that it's going to hinder things. I think, I hope not. We'll find out with Starfield yeah. next year. Yeah. That would be the big test. Like That, imagine, that would be. Imagine if Starfield, because I've seen some crazy rumors, but imagine if Starfield fails. Cyberpunk level? Right? Oh. Nice. Oh, God. Or not even, let's just say even half of Cyberpunk. Yeah. And like, it's it, it doesn't crash and it's not buggy but people just crap in the story or it's a 12 hour game or something. Yeah. Oh man. Like, or if it has like half the, the failure of fallout 76. Right. I've seen some crazy rumors like Tom Cruise is involved. And like, Ooh. yeah, that's who's that, supposed to be the, one of the main characters is Tom yeah. Cruise. That's, yeah. a, that's a bad sign then if they're having to put fluff in there. And it's like, that's, that's crazy. That's kind of what happened with Cyberpunk. Keanu right? Reeves being there, it, right? In yeah. hindsight, it kind of feels like fluff 
rather than we got a good game. This is what's gonna this is what's gonna happen. So I'm very worried for it to come out. It's not coming out on PS5, so I, I could give a shit. But you know, but I've had I, a, mean, I feel like because Starfield was supposed to also there's rumors that it's supposed to come out this year. Yeah, so it's, been, it's like, been delayed for years, right? I I feel like they're doing that on sort of like they don't do a cyberpunk. Yeah. I think they'd rather do a four year of polishing and and mm. as, and CD Projekt Red. I don't feel like they also had that mentality. People knew months coming out a year before this game came out that it was not going to be up to fluff. Like they knew going in that this was bad, and they're like, "We're trapped. We can't say anything." But wasn't that um, kind of how Bethesda were with Fallout seventy six? Totally. They were the same attitude of we made Fallout yep. 4. We made Skyrim. We know what we're doing. So the yep. ego got the best of them and then ended up fucking them. But they, they learned their lessons. Yeah. yeah, they learned their lesson and they flipped it because Fallout 76 is one of the most biggest games on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. So... <laughs> They made the game good. They added they added they NPCs. They added an actual story mode. They made it a real Fallout game, yeah. not just uh, griefing like a uh, people running around in in power armor griefing and dropping nukes on you. Like that yeah. that that gameplay is kind of gone, which is yep. a good thing. Mm. Yep. Um, they kind of no man's skied uh, Fallout seventy six, which is that's good. that's good exactly. And hopefully yeah. they they keep Todd Howard locked up somewhere <laughs> because that guy is terrible for like over promising. They're like, he said what? <laughs> we, we not even started that. Oh, did he what he did he say about, about Starfield? No, no, what did he say now? It's basically he said it's Skyrim in space and it's basically a Han Solo simulator. Simulator. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, watch your mouth, man. <laughs> yeah. Like do I expectation, like I can take that and be like, okay. I can <laughs> but people are gonna be like, oh man, I'm gonna have Chewbacca. <laughs> I'm gonna have a light. It's like no. <laughs> the the uh, all the all the developers are standing in the back, going, "We're, we're gonna fucking get him." Right. <laughs> Just standing around, going, "What the fuck did you promise now?" <laughs> yeah. And so part of me, companions, guys. <laughs> part of me thinks the delay happened because they wanted 11 11 22 because they did 11 11 11 for skyrim and they're just like you know what we're bringing out next year it's done now we can make all this money but we just got we just got a big microsoft check so we're gonna sit on it for a year right? so we can have the great poster <laughs> that says 11 11 22 and yeah. guaranteed todd howard goes could we do 22 22 22 <laughs> no that's not even <laughs> Todd, shut up. <laughs> get out, Todd. <laughs> Leave. Make, Go like home, a Todd. Make it like a tree and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Go home, Todd. Just, just sign a check for Microsoft and go home. Yeah, shut your mouth. Yeah. Oh, don't man. come out until next year. <laughs> All right, so who went last? Was it uh, was it you, Mike, or was it? Freddie Farkas went, went last. Yeah. Uh, so, Mike. Yeah. I got what? Oh. Uh, Banjo Kazooie was last. Oh, right, that's right. So it's your last one, uh, Lloyd. Okay. Uh, the last franchise I'd love to see come back, uh, even though it got three games, it it needs it needs more, and that is Dead Space. Ooh. Uh, one of my favorite survival horror games. Uh, I just love the the tech slash um, horror thing that they had going on. 
the story for Dead Space and Dead Space 2 was absolutely fantastic. Dead Space 3 was good as well. Um, I just want a new world or sorry, a new story set in that world. So mm. forget forget the old ones. Uh, well, don't forget them. They're obviously lore, but but do something new in um, in space because something there was something so cool about uh, turning your gun sideways and chopping off legs or turning it the right way and just shooting them in the chest like there there was some really inventive stuff they did with this game is it were they intended to uh do a, a re-release of that because I, i've heard so many rumors over the years and it's really nothing's ever come of it that i could see uh, that there was supposed to be um a remaster of uh, the first game uh, was supposed was planned at last that I heard, but that was years ago, and we've seen nothing from that. Yeah, and Visceral Games is closed down. I know some of the uh, team, the team behind Dead Space, are actually working on a new game, which is very alike that just got announced this year. Yep. I'm just trying to uh, Dead Space spiritual successor. <laughs> uh, the Callisto Protocol. Callisto Protocol. Okay, I'll have to yeah. look into that one a little bit. Yeah, and it's by uh, Glenn uh, Schofield, okay. yeah. who is uh, behind Dead Space. So, you know, two, two of these games that we've mentioned are getting games that are spiritual successes by people involved in the original. So we're kind of getting what we want, but it's not the same. It's not, it's exactly. not the characters that we, you know, grew up and loved and stuff like that. And it's such, such a shit shame. But yeah, mm-hmm. Dead Space. Uh, and it's such a shame because I do have PlayStation now. I got it for like a dollar. And it only has the third one on. I'm like, that's Aww. not, that's not, that's not the one I want. That, that was like the rushed one where they they forced co-op play. Yep. Uh. So, such a shame. It is. Uh, as for me, I'm gonna go back to the world of Capcom. A big fighting game fan right here, and one that I, especially in the 3D era, and with uh, the creativity and stuff like that, Dark Soakers. Oh yeah, I absolutely love Dark Stalkers. It's pretty much Street Fighter with monsters. You got the Wolfman, who's kind of like the Bruce Lee archetype. You got the Ryu Shoto style Dracula. Uh, one of my favorite video game characters is BB Hood, who is a gun totten Red Riding Hood. Yep, and just such such a good uh, franchise. And apparently, they tried to revive it. But it was based off the sales of a PCP game or PSP. PSP they, were, yeah. they were on PCP if they, they thought it <laughs> worked out because it was like a re-release of all three games on the PSP. And uh-huh. it's like depending on the sales of that, it's like the PSP doesn't sell enough for you for anything to be significant. Right? People would, yeah. Like it, even if they gave away free PSPs, right. nobody <laughs> nobody played the PSP as a failure. It was huge in Japan, though. So this was Darkstalkers was a, a much bigger franchise in Japan than North America. So I yeah. could see why they they had targeted that specific console for it. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like th- this is a franchise we haven't seen in a long time. I'd love mm. to see it come back as well. You, you know, what would really be a good idea is if they did a free to play style game with what they did with Killer Instinct. Mm. Yeah, we we start off with free characters, and then if you want. You can buy season packs and it's just three or four different characters added each season. Oh. You know, and it, there's a, a market for it. And pe- people like Capcom are in the middle of a revival where a lot of their franchises, Resident Evil is doing well. Uh, Street Fighter is after a rocky start, 
they they're all back. Like people are actually saying this is better than four after it's complete. Like Street Fighter is an active game. It starts off pretty crappy just because there's not enough content, but they, they are constantly working through it and just constantly adding stuff. Like if you're in there for the long haul and it works out very well. Hmm. Yeah. So that that is my like that is the game I would love to see. Even if it's I don't want to see a remaster because I played the game so many times. They're almost to the Skyrim level of ports. <laughs> I, I, I actually think it was actually on the Atari 2600. They deported it. <laughs> you know, like just desynced it down to the Atari 2600. Wow. So, uh, look, um, Mike, what is your last one? Actually, it was already covered. It was Command and Conquered. Oh, okay. I took it right off the bat. Sorry. There you yeah. go. Oh, man, that's good. Do, do you have anything as a, a backup or anything of that kind? I would really like a No Mercy game back. I would <laughs> like them to bring back like a WWE game, but yeah. before they did the all weird changes and controls. The Aki you know engine. I mean? The Aki yeah. engine, yes. Yeah. So like in the NWA NWO versus the yeah. versus yeah. the world, revenge, yeah. no yeah. mercy, yeah. WrestleMania two thousand. Yes. And like, appar- I would I I would even go Raw versus SmackDown up till two thousand ten. Yeah. No, that's attitude was good. I, attitude was you know good. Attitude, this only one I have boxed. Uh, attitude would, wasn't the wasn't my favorite, but the only one that I have in a box is attitude. I, I hate. I was it. too young. I was too young for attitude. So it rage. It made me rage. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you couldn't do any uh, throws. Whereas, yeah. uh the thing with like the Aki engine, it was easy to get into, but yeah. hard, like hard to master. Yeah. Because you, you had to have like timing with the reversals and everything like yeah. that. Uh, apparently, though, like a big proponent for the AEW game coming out is mm. that they might be working with former members of the Aki engine. Yeah, yeah they are. I think. Yeah. And did, was it you that sent me the, the video yeah. today of Darby Allen? And I was like, you know what? I don't hate this. No. And I spe- don't hate this. Especially with Kenny Omega being involved. Like someone, someone I've spoken yeah. to about video games and how much he loves that game. Yeah. And like he's pretty much spearheading the whole gaming operation. That's like his zone. Like I'm, I am, I was expecting to not like it, but I was like, you know what? This is not bad. I don't hate this. Like I would, I would probably entertain this. Yeah, definitely. I'm hoping it's more in line with WCW, you know, the Aki Engine games rather than something like Impact. If you remember that. I never played Impact because I just heard it was dog shit. It was. It, it looked. It, pre- like, it looked. It yeah. looked good, but it just didn't have the fundamentals involved in the gameplay for yeah. anyone to give a shit. Yeah, I saw. I remember I saw reviewers like four out of ten. I was like, Yeah, I can see that. Like they, <laughs> like they tried to do Ultimate X. Do you know what Ultimate X is, Lloyd? No. So Ultimate X is a stipulation in TNA wrestling. Which is coming back this weekend, by the way. Ugh. Right? Somebody's going to die. So (laughs) it's a ladder match without the ladder. Okay. And instead of a ladder, it's two ropes and an X above the ring. And you got scaffold. Oh, I've seen that. It's not even a a scaffold. It's rope. Oh, yeah. Climb on it to grab whatever you need. Yeah. 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 
like they, this was at like the time where TNA were trying to do their own thing. So you had right. stuff like reverse Royal Rumbles. Right. Where the first two people in have a match. To right. their defense, they had innovative and good ideas. Yeah. Ultimate X with the right contenders was good. By like AJ, Christopher Daniels. And exactly. Stuff like but then when you had someone like Samoa Joe. <laughs> well, everyone knows goddamn well Samoa Joe is not climbing that 15-foot scaffold. And he's not going <laughs> to climb those ropes. No. So... I think he tried it, and wasn't it the Dudley boys who had an Ultimate X match? And then Bubble Ray Dudley tried to like do it, and it just sagged on him. Probably. <laughs> so then that's why they had to do the the uh, Last Man X, where they did a scaffold, and it was AJ versus Rhino. Yes, yes. And it's like, Ugh. and then of course they did have a cool spot where they he gave him a Boston Crab inside the scaffold and he was like grabbing his legs yeah and then aj took the bounce from 15 feet and oh, and died yeah couldn't <laughs> uh. pay me enough for that and then they also had the the uh the steel cage match where they had a dome and the the objective was to cr- climb out the hole so when homicide tried to get out he was too blown up to like climb up the cage and then make his way out the hole so he just fell Oh yikes! Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, Ultimate X, uh, they didn't put it on properly, so Chris Saban just stood underneath and caught the X and won the match. Wow. Oh, I missed a lot of wrestling in the TNA era, so, so I don't know any. You're not of that missing stuff. anything. You're not missing anything. <laughs> Speaking of stupidity, Here I we saw go. a video today, and I think I sent it to you. Yes. Of yes. Shane Douglas shooting a man with a chunky gun. <laughs> yes. While he was 15 feet off. And a scaffold. Forty feet. Forty was, feet. Was it forty feet? It was forty feet. It was <laughs> super high up in the air. Shane Douglas comes out with a tranquilizer gun, shoots the guy in the neck, and then he falls <laughs> off, and then the ring explodes. Oh my god! Yeah. So uh, speaking of explosion, that is it for this episode. Uh, what better way to end it? We were talking about a guy being tranquilized and then thrown off <laughs> a 40-foot scaffold and then it's exploding. The on the shore tranquilizing. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. It's just, that's why Mike's late is because yeah. I'm, tr- I'm tranquilizing him <laughs> yeah. and then he's just rolling in the corner until he wakes up. <laughs> you have to get your dosing out, out. You have to get it figured out. You're still a little bit, uh, little bit off. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's still low energy. I'm working on it. <laughs> Yeah. What? Why am I always so tired? So, uh, Lloyd, uh, throw out your uh, your stuff so that people can uh, catch what you're doing right now. Well, for sure, I, I do the Nintendo Pulse podcast. Been doing it since 2006. You can check that out over at Rez.tv. R-E-Z-D.tv. That's my audio podcast network. Uh, where all, a lot of my shows and a lot of friends shows are, uh, but I also do a show called Stadia cast, which is all about Google Stadia. You can check that out at nerdnest.tv. And that's where the bulk of my YouTube video stuff goes uh, for the Nerdnest. So check that stuff out. Fantastic. Uh, Mike, you're not getting any plugs at all. <laughs> you don't have anything I, anyway. I am the plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plug in my mouth so i don't fucking get too angry at people so it's all good uh yeah so uh yeah thank you very much um beaver does uh on pretty much every platform if you want to get a hold of me also i've been doing weekly uh daily movie reviews where every day for a whole year i am going to be doing movie reviews it's slowly killing me and by the 50th week 
I'm pretty much going to be the Crypt Keeper and it's just going to be nothing but puns as I'm reviewing these movies. Nice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's teaching me, uh, it's teaching me a bit of editing skills and stuff like that. So it's kind of uh, a positive thing. We do also, if you don't want to uh, look at my ugly mug, I do a weekly uh, omnibus of the reviews where it's just the reviews spliced together in audio form. So if you don't want to look at me or if you're just sickened by me, just have a listen. And if you don't like listening to me, then why are you even here? <laughs> so Mike. shut up, Mike. Lord. <laughs> so me, me telling Mike to shut up, thanking Lloyd for coming on. I'll catch you guys next week. Easy,